you right now. All right, dude. What's going on? I'm on the reel. I'm Josh Rose. And my name is Luis Lopez. That's right. A.K.A. Brother Lou. Brother Lou <laughs> from Local 332. That's right, baby. <laughs> Man, welcome back. It's been a long, long time, and uh, I'm just so happy to get back to... Uh, to what I love and what I enjoy, man. Thank you, Lou, for, for being here and being a part of it. Yeah, most definitely, man. It's been a hot minute since I've seen you. And, I know. Uh, what a great way to connect. I know, man. I know. So you've been doing your uh, your Instagram thing. What's what's that about, dude? So, uh, yeah. First of all, what's your handle on, on Instagram? It's Luis underscore Lopez underscore show underscore arts. Got you. And what is it about? So basically, my Instagram is about uh, pretty much promoting the culture of art, all types of art, whether it be hip hop, um, whether it be uh, painting, uh, dancing, anything that involves creative expression. Okay. And so what I typically do uh, is uh, I do an internet search. <laughs> I just lost myself on the Instagram live. You know what? I think I might just hold it myself. Okay. That might be the Go thing ahead. right there, right? So anyways, uh, typically what I do is I'll do an internet search on, um, on the web and look for different types of artists that people may not be familiar with. Like, uh, like uh, one post that I did, I, I did uh, Frida Kahlo. Are you familiar with Frida Kahlo? I am not. Is that the EPA one that you had? The EPA? What, what was that? Oh, no, no. Oh, so you guys actually seen that one. <laughs> oh, my wife knows. Okay, so you saw, <laughs> so you know who Frida Kahlo is. I've got a Frida Kahlo shirt. There you go. <laughs> so Frida Kahlo is a Mexican uh, artist. Okay. Um, she she actually uh, uh, was born in Mexico. Of course, she's a Mexican artist. So uh, she has a very, very interesting life. Uh, basically, what happened with her was Growing up as a child, uh, she was, you know, they, they didn't have much money and whatnot, but they did have a, a, a desire to get into uh, education. So uh, the parents got got her into education. They came from a middle class, pretty okay. much. Yeah. And so basically, um, she got into education, and as she got older, uh, she was uh, getting involved in the arts um, and in politics. Okay. Uh, pretty much like, you know, supporting, uh, you know, uh, rights for the people. Uh, and then she ended up getting in a, uh, um, in her teen, teen, teenage years, she ended up getting into a car accident. Oh, no. Actually, it was a bus accident where uh, the bus crashed and she ended up getting impaled by one of the, uh, the steel rods from the bus impelled her through her cervix through her through her, her vagina all the way up what yes into her torso that's some that's some freaking final destination stuff right there dude exactly this is her true life story man so oh she, my god so she ended up yeah exactly so she ended up surviving that oh you know, but wow it, but they said that she was going to die but she survived okay and she was bedridden for a long time and I so what ended up, yeah what ended up happening was being that she was bedridden um her dad was like, you know, what can I do to encourage her? And uh, she, he saw that she started drawing. She liked drawing and gave her like some sort of happiness. So what ended up happening was her dad gave her some, some uh, utensils to draw and she actually started painting. Okay. And so uh, as a result of the accident being bedridden, she ended up uh, developing this 
this uh, or or expressing this part of her that I, I don't know if she knew it before the accident or what, but she ended up painting, and it it was actually really good paintings. Right on. So her. So you're basically just that. just uh, like telling telling and educating people and getting the word out there about different artists that you like and that you found and that you listen to on the daily, and and that's basically you know and, and like not only artists musically but also like drawing and painting and stuff like that yeah actually yeah it's it's all types of art and so that's what i brought my i i i, I am um devoting my ig page to is just bringing uh a knowledge of all different types of art you know right like on. with frida Kahlo, right on. you know and yeah because i saw you do one about about epa and uh and then I, i've seen Pac on there a couple times yeah and yeah. like I, I mean like 90 percent of the artists i'm very very picky on my music I would say, like me personally, I like uh, more like bangers, kind of like uh, like E40 Bay Area yeah, yeah. type mm -hmm. type music, you know, just because gotcha. I'm I'm like a rocker most of all. Yeah. So I like I like when the beats just banging and stuff like that. Yeah. It's um, but I I I do it has to be a really it has to I have to um, what do they call that I have to relate to the song. Yeah. For it not to if it just has gotcha. a nice chill hip hop beat. I really have to relate to the song to to really get into it. Um, yeah. But what was your uh, what was your handle again on on Instagram? That's Luis L U I S underscore Lopez underscore score show underscore arts. All right, man. We'll put that in the bio too, man. Get get the word out there. Um, so I wanted to switch gears a little bit on something that happened in Morgan Hill. Uh, okay. What was it Thursday? Did you hear about this? I did not hear. Dude, some uh, disgruntled uh, employee got fired from the Ford dealership in Morgan Hill, came back, and I think sh killed two, shot, yeah, I don't know if he killed them, but he definitely shot two people, or two or three people, what? and then freaking, and, and then committed suicide. Man, that's horrible. Over a job at a horrible. Ford dealership. Horrible. That That's, uh... That's definitely a, 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 a tragedy when something like that happens, man. That's, uh, you know, workplace uh, violence. And, uh, yeah, I mean. That's crazy. So what exactly was the uh, reason he got fired? And I, I don't think those details have came out yet. But it brings me on the subject of, of gun, gun control. Now, part of me, like, this is me just thinking my way through this. Yeah. Part of me is like. Part of me is like, you know what? Um, should every, you know, should, should this be like Texas and everybody carry? And then part of me is like, which I know is not going to happen. But every, you take away all the guns. If you take away all the guns, that just it that completely does not make sense to me. I don't, I don't think you should take away all the guns. Um, I think that a few bad apples shouldn't spoil the whole basket. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think I think in reality, what we should focus on is mental health issues because One, obviously this person had some mental health issues. It had to have been because for someone to think that it's rational to go back and retaliate for losing a job by murdering or by shooting somebody, that's a mental health issue. Why 100. Is it, that needs to be addressed more than the gun laws. Because, I mean, people die every day. They die in car accidents. Should we take away cars? You know, they die in fishing uh, accidents, boats. Should we take away boats? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, you're 100. So, so on the flip side of that, what do you think about everybody 
carrying guns. Like it being like like Texas, where you could just walk out with it on your hip. How, I like that. I think it's, it should be that way. Really? Why not? Why not? Why not? If I mean, think about it. Everybody carries a wallet. You know what I'm saying? Everybody carries a watch. Everybody carries sunglasses. Like, th these people are responsible people. They don't lose their watch. They don't lose their glasses. They don't lose their wallet. Maybe sometimes here and there they do. But yeah. what I'm trying to get, my point being, is that people are competent enough to be able to carry a pistol and, and, and use it when it needs to be used. Why not? Yeah, see, I, I, I'm just a little scared of Californians doing it. <laughs> I think I think Our in people Texas, from the Bay Area. Right, right. Because I think people in Texas, like, I think they all know it. It's been like that in Texas since they were knee high. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they all respect it. They know like, hey, if I walk in to this to this liquor store and and I want to rob it and I pull a gun out, well even if you don't want to pull a gun out, yeah. If I you pull a gun out you, I think there's a good chance that like at least half of that people, half of those people in that liquor store, have a gun. Exactly. And they're all against you, so now you got five on one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think that kind of like does something in their brain, like okay, maybe you know if I if I do this, I know I'm gonna die. Instead of here, where nobody has, nobody carries a gun. Uh huh. You know, and like it's like all right, I'm just gonna punk these people. I'm just gonna rob this person. In Texas, you try to mug somebody, they can hand you their wallet. As soon as you turn around, they pop you. Yeah, it ain't you know, gonna like happen. they act, they act like they don't even have a gun, and just shoot you. Boom. Well, look, why you, why, you, why you're talking about this? What came to mind was the Nipsey Hustle thing. So Nipsey yeah, Hustle perfect. was at a freaking strip mall, very much like you can see here in San Jose. I mean, you see those strip malls all the time yeah. where you got the liquor store, the yeah. freaking laundromat, yep. you got the freaking uh, record store, whatever it is, right? He was there, and this guy Eric Holder came and murdered him. Because of uh, whatever it was, whatever the altercation was, he comes back with a gun and shoots him. Right. Not like, literally, he he gets in the argument, leaves. Yes. Goes and gets a gun. Yes. And comes back. Comes back. Shoots him. Shoots him. Not only does he shoot him, he runs away and then realizes that he didn't kill him. He goes back, shoots him again. What? I did not know that. Then he ran away again and came back and shot him again. <laughs> So it was like three times he had the opportunity to shoot him. Now think about if we had a, 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 a if we had the laws where we're open carry. Right, right. That would have not happened. That would have never happened because there was multiple people there that would have had their guns on them. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And and so at the minute that the first the first shot would have went off, Nipsey Hussle's people would have had their gun on them, right. or some some good Samaritan would have said, Hey, yeah. wait a minute. You know, stand down. He would have. He would have. He would have stopped the altercation from happening. I one hundred percent agree. And Nipsey Hussle could still be alive today. I one hundred percent agree. You know what I'm saying? So there's situations like that. That that why I. That's why I favor. We should have open gun. Open gun laws. Yeah, I I just I just think it'd be like a rough transition for Californians. Just because everybody's going to be like, well, I got a gun. I got a gun. I got a gun. And then, like, next thing you know, like, a simple bar fight turns into a shootout. But see, that's the thing, though. I, so, I don't think people respect guns like Texans respect guns. So, so you bring up a good point about the bars. So there should be certain boundaries. Or you can't bring your gun into a bar because you're drinking alcohol. Right. Just like you can't drive a car when you're drinking alcohol, you shouldn't be able to carry a gun yeah. when you're drinking alcohol. You know what I'm saying? On the real, on the real, the show Ben just came in. You wanna wanna join, bud? What's going on, Ben? Ben? 
Ben. This is my cousin Ben. This is brother Hey, how you Lou. doing, Ben? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, bro. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. Talking the mic. Hello, hello, hello. Oh. I got no juice. No got, juice. No, no juice. juice. Go ahead. Hello. There, there it is. is. Hello. There it is. All right, right so on, right on. technically, it's really not hard to get a California concealed weapons license. So, I mean, technically, people in California could be carrying guns. They just choose gotcha. not to because it's so liberal around here and, and whatnot. You know, I mean, it, it, it's not a big gun state. And technically, once you get a concealed and carry license, you cannot carry your firearm if you have one drink of alcohol. You will automatically go to jail and lose, and the license. lose your license and lose your weapon. I agree. So technically, that's that's already set. That okay. If you go to bars, or there there are certain places you you can't go into federal buildings with it. You can't do this. Uh -huh. You can't do that. You yeah. know what I mean? There's obviously already like. Like uh, uh, laws and, and little things set for people gotcha. that can't, you know, so they're not allowed to do that if they are legally allowed to carry a concealed weapon at yeah, this sounds point. sounds good to me. But California is just so liberal and so many people around here are just so against carrying guns. That's why you don't see people doing it here. Yeah, so so why do you think they're against carrying guns here? I think they're scared of them, to be honest, because I, I, so... My backstory, I just got into shooting. I have actually been scared to death of guns. Because gotcha. I grew up in Salinas, and yeah. every, every every dumb gangster had one, you know? <laughs> like, you'd be just yeah, chilling yeah. with people and having some drinks, and the next thing you know, freaking, you're, <laughs> they're pulling out a gun. You guys are drunk as hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and they're like, hey, man, check this out. Oh, yeah. You know, like, gotcha. you know, I'm gotcha. like, hey, bro, I that. put that away. Yeah, you yeah. know, we're we're drunk as hell right now, dude. Put it away. Yeah, you know. And then finally, I got out of there, and and I moved up here, and and I know actually good people up here that respect guns, that actually know how to take care of them, and all that kind of stuff. So I got into it, and and uh, let me tell you something: shooting a handgun is a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> It's a lot harder than uh, Denzel makes it look. Yeah. Looking uh, man on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you you gotta get used to it. You know, you gotta get used to the recoil. You, you, you gotta get you know different different bullets have different uh, uh, grain. Yep. You know, gunpowder grain. Yeah. So higher gunpowder grain gives you more kick. So you just gotta get used to to you know find yeah. your grains you know i'm just everything else. dude i'm just going off range ammo right now so that's yeah. not even the big boys but yeah you know? that's not even a full that's shot. just and like dude so i'm trying to hit a target probably about this big and then yeah. it, it kind of goes down you know with the bullseye yeah. in the middle your typical shit and then um he uh so I, i'm doing that at 20 feet and bro like i've i've let off a whole clip and not even hit that target yeah it's it, hard it's at not 20 easy to shoot and yeah, like, and that was my first time really like actually like trying to hit you know something. Otherwise, I went to the range. I was just shooting it down just to shoot, gotcha. well, just to fire the gun, uh -huh. you know. And then I went to actually try to hit something, and it is a whole lot harder. Like I, you got to hold it this way, hold your breath, or not You're hold breathing. your breath, but you got to breathe breath. out. Look down yeah. the right eye, because dude, a couple times I would look down, like I, I would even look down with the wrong eye. I'm like. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, well, it's not. I mean, just picking up a gun, you're not going to be a shooter. You know shooter, what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be just like anything, just right. like driving a forklift, just like driving a car. You have to be trained. You have to be educated. And see, that's 
with those things in place, that's what's going to make open uh, gun laws uh, something that's applicable in that, our society. That you got to get comfortable so you're not overthinking it. You're not nervous about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You have to be relaxed with it, you know? I, Absolutely. Yeah, I just, I just, th I think that the majority of people here are just against gun because they kill. And, and I think they're scared of them. Because I got to be honest, the first time I went to the range, like, it took me, it took me about four or five clips not to, like, jump when, because uh, you're going the range, there's a bunch of different, you know, yeah. lanes, yeah. you know, yeah. so guns are going off randomly, yeah. you know, and, like, I would, I would sit there and I would, like, I even got to the point where I was like, man, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm yeah. scared, you know what I mean? I hear you. But I toughed it out and I got a couple round, a couple clips in and I was like, all right, yeah, this is fun, this is fun, like, I like this, you this know, is yeah. fun, let's shoot. It's have yeah. fun. This is cool. Let me try yours. You can try mine. Da -da 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 -da. What are you shooting? What are you doing? All that kind of stuff. And it was actually ended up being fun. But a lot of people don't have that experience. They're just they're just scared and they're so against it. Uh, you know, it's it's gonna be tricky. And like I said, dude, I just fear for Californians getting into that and everybody carrying a gun. So, so you're feeling the you're, you're, you think it it's for you is fear. You're afraid of what it's going to be like if we have yes or are you for open gun i am but i'm also afraid of it gotcha you know what i mean because i don't like it'll get him. worse before it ever gets better at that point right you, you, you think it would I mean? get worse i, I, I think you would have yeah, incidents i, I think i because i mean i don't know about worse but i i think that a lot of the situations that from from fights or this or that would turn into somebody getting shot but but listen gangsters and people who are not really law-abiding citizens have guns right now. Yeah, no doubt. Well, yeah, yeah, they have I, guns. I, I'm not saying that uh, gang violence and stuff won't go down. And but not gang even shooting. gang violence, but even just the wannabe or the yeah, person yeah, who oh, thinks yeah, a yeah. gun, having a gun. Like, is like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm sure robbery and, and robberies and stuff like that would go down. But I think arguments, heated arguments and, and uh, just people, you know, being drunk or mm. being this or that. That, that kind of, uh, you know, somebody getting shot from that kind of bullshit yeah, would I end mean, up going up for at least a little while. To, and, and, and if you, you know? think about it, like how he was saying, like, okay, if you have a drink, you can't carry, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, you're out and about, you're doing your thing. I'm like, hey, Lou, let's go have a beer. You got your gun on your hip. Are you, you going to go put it in your car? Yeah. You're going to have to. Yeah, but, you know? but and most then, But see, it's still, it's still available to you. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think it would happen at bars so much as it would happen at people getting drunk at home. Or people getting drunk at a friend's house well, and, and having okay. it and and having it in their car, whether they have it on themselves or not. Right. You just so run out. Shit and get gets the car. heated. Maybe the maybe trunk. maybe it gets heated. <laughs> maybe it gets heated That's with California. Yeah. You know. <laughs> maybe it gets heated with one of their neighbors yeah, about them yeah. being you know this or that. Who knows? But I think stuff like that probably more at like people's houses when people are drinking or this or that is going on. When, when yeah, I one hundred. That's that. Yeah. That. Okay, but but how does it? How is it done in, in uh, Texas? Okay, because Texas is a big state. They open carry. But listen. Yeah. But listen, what you're saying, your exact your exact examples, people getting heated at parties, people getting over discussions or whatnot. Yeah. 
it's not happening in Texas. Yeah, but because it's not brand new to them. They're not feeling a rush That's from doing that shit or That's feeling that feel. instant power because, oh, now I got this and now I'm a fucking tough guy because I can gotcha. shoot somebody from 30 fucking yards away. So you're saying the newness yeah, that, of yeah, that yeah, yeah, would it's, bring complications. It's, it's, yes. it's going to be that stupid yes. empowerment that people feel when they first get to do it. When See, you first Texas, get that gun in your hand and... You got it on your hip, and you're you're just feeling in Texas, invincible. I pull this out, I um, could get fuck. shot too. Yeah, yeah. it's been over here. Life. They're gonna be like, I got a gun. Yeah, and and their you whole know, their whole that's... lives, you know, over there, fucking Utah, fucking you know Arizona, a lot, you know, a lot of those places. You know, it's been that way since the wild, wild west days. Right. It's, they've right. it's never been that they can't carry. So gotcha. they don't have an excitement. Gotcha. They don't have that 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 mindset that we would have just getting it. So they're more mature. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It Years would be, of maturity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, that's why I say they never it, had it, it cut out. Yeah, that's why they I say they never had it cut out. It's exactly. still that always had with their grandma. Always, always. Nah. always. never. It's never been. Never been. California and their daddy and their California had it for a long time until the 80s. Really? A- until the 80s, that's you were allowed it. You weren't allowed to conceal it. But you could carry it. Yeah. You so know you what I mean? So you could carry it. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to Google think it, that real I think quick it was like the 80s because I knew the, a friend of ours, Dad, he would always carry it. He just It was never concealed, but it was always on his hip. Had it on the hip, yeah. Really? Here those. in California? Yeah. Man, in that. Salinas. Where I'm from. Well, Salinas is not California, bro. That's like, oh, that's, like, yeah. that's, like that's like a different that's, country that's, over that's, there, bro. That's new New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> well, straight up, that, that's, that's almost that, like Texas. That's why I think it was the '80s because I remember seeing that. So I, I mean, I don't think he would do it, you know, blatantly the way he did, and knowing that he could just go to fucking jail All as right. soon as a cop just seen him hey but that mexican food fire <laughs> that mexican food fire oh hey, dude, you know that, bro dude that shit more authentic than mexico yeah, bro for real, for real. I, and i and i do agree with you to some degree because i know where the population of latinos are heavy mexicans in particular that food is bomb dude, right around there dude i've they, grown up around it my whole yeah. life we'll bro. go to like some we'll go somewhere else we'll go out of town or something we'll go that to a mexican shit, restaurant as a motherfucker we'll go to a restaurant <laughs> dude and we're just like bro this is trash you know? oh, yeah yeah i uh, give me a freaking wet burrito or something you know what i mean give me a chili verde burrito man or something like that and uh, give me support for us give me some fucking yeah dude something you know what i mean like in some real stuff i don't want to go see a freaking chicken breast on a taco you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> like yeah. i better see some nice little marinated chopped up with some onions some cilantro douse it with salsa you know what you i mean you know what's up man dude yeah. i'm hey, telling you i i, and I can my tell, weakness i can yeah. tell i can tell it's authentic from both of Fuck you yeah of i grew up with mexican food yeah, right that's... so my, my mom she cooked the authentic straight up michoacan you know oh yeah mexican yeah, food, yeah. Bro, and it was oh, like yeah. the whole family knew how to do that right, yeah. so right everywhere yeah. we went you know to my tias yeah. or whatever yeah the food was off the hook but so i've learned that in heavily populated Latino areas, Mexicans in particular, the Mexican food's bomb. Oh. But you know how you know a Mexican restaurant is authentic and good? Mm. The How's key that? indicator. What's mm. that? The salsa. Oh, yeah. Okay. The salsa oh, yeah. and okay. the yeah. chips, bro. If the salsas and chips that they give you, 
at the beginning yeah, of your meal yeah, is yeah, not yeah. on Our, point, oh. forget about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget Dude, about most, it. <laughs> yeah. Most of those places down there make 100. their own hand, homemade chips, exactly, you know, all the sauces. Right? You could tell the freshness and in, in the difference between somebody that's garbage. And, and that's going to indicate whether the, the rest of the food is going to oh, yeah. be good. Oh, yeah. And then another thing, too, is um, if, you see, uh, if you see Mexicans eating there, too, that's another one, too. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that's like anywhere too. Anywhere. So if you see you go to Indian restaurant, if you see Indians eating there, you know yeah. the food is pretty legit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if all their cultures are there, they could just be like dabbling in it, and it might not be authentic. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, no, that or they're just doing the basic notion of what it's supposed to be instead of Taco any, Bell. It's a watered yeah, down. Exactly. It's <laughs> watered down. Yeah. They're just they're using hamburger meat instead of asada. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. That kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. Absolutely. But okay, so so I'm working I'm working at the the air hangers right now. Yeah. Um, Where at Google? Uh Google yeah. At the at the air hangers. Right off of freaking uh what's that street? Uh off of Ellis. Yeah, okay. The yeah, two, yeah, yeah, the yeah, two yeah, big yeah. ones that are side by side? Oh, I'm yeah. working in there Man, right now. We forever have worked there. Yeah. <laughs> that goes on forever. Yeah, I know. Uh, hey, it's Google, man. They got the money. We got the honey. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. So, so basically, w- there's nothing close by. All there is is a restaurant that's like $15 or more a plate. And if you leave, all that's really close is a is a Burger King and a McDonald's. Well, I saw this lunch truck on the side. On, so on Matilda, when you yeah. get off on Matilda, yep. off 101 and Matilda, there's a there's a Burger King, a McDonald's, everything right there. There's also a Shell right across the street from the Burger King, and they always have a pink taco truck that stays there. It's always there. Okay. Always, always. And I was all like, right. man. I want to try it. I'm getting sick of, you know, all the, the three things. Either I go pay 20 bucks for a plate at the golf course, mm-hmm. or I go to McDonald's, which is nasty, or I go to Burger King, which is nasty. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, man, I just want some tacos. Da, da, da. Well, me and my boy tried it on Thursday, and uh, it was really good. The only thing is $2.50 a taco. Bro. Mm, that's a little pricey. You know what I'm saying? That's and they're and they're not the big ones. Yeah, they're the little they're, street. They're tacos. the little street. Yeah. And like even for tacos, a street yep. taco is is small. But I so when I try a, a new Mexican place, I always get the the sada, always. And then after this sada, I'll try the chicken. After the chicken, I'll go I'll go from there. Yeah. My buddy. Went straight for the pastor. Al that's pastor. It, pastor. That's what I love. He went, oh, fuck, I love that shit. You're making me hungry right oh, now. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so he went straight for the pastor. I get mine. It was good. Don't get me wrong. A little pricey, but good. And and a little small. Like, I felt like I felt like I honestly, if I was just there and the choc- tacos were cheaper, I could probably eat, like, six of those things. And so six times 250, do the math. That's, like, 15 bucks in tacos. Yeah, not paying meal. that. Right? So he got he got the uh, he got the uh, pastor and oh my god! Just looking at it, I could tell it was fire, dude. Fire! Yeah, just really. looking at it, it was oh, juicy. Fuck. Yeah, it was juicy, deep, deep but not red. too, but not too like it, like it was all sauce, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. meat. The meat was colored a beautiful color, a little little juicy up in uh, there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh man, I'm coming. I'm dude. Monday morning uh, or Monday morning, Monday at lunch, I'm getting a burrito, dude. Dude, okay, that's it. Pastor burrito. Dude, Ooh. dude. <laughs> okay. right around the corner from my shop is this Longterra. 
and uh, I'll go over there and I'll get a El Pastor tacos, and they put little slivers of pineapple on that motherfucker oh, nice. too. And then they got this homemade nice. orange hot sauce that they. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Holy. The orange shit. one is always a volcano, dude. Fire! Oh yeah! That, oh yeah! That shit gonna warm you up. If but you see fire. orange salsa, yeah. it fire. is hot. So you mentioned the pineapple, bro. Not yeah. to cut you off. But yeah. I just learned this, right? Yeah. Um, so I've I've been frequenting the uh, Mexican restaurants in Livermore, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this one called El Chaparito. Mm-hmm. It's right by my house. Just I got lucky, you know, about a house right around the spot. And so it's a family-owned business, uh, and they're from Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use pineapple. Yeah, that's that's a Guadalajara mm-hmm. uh, technique. Yeah, they got pineapple. little slivers yeah, of pineapple. Just pine- to let you know. Fucking fire, bro! Yeah. <laughs> fire. Hey, but something to bring up that you were saying earlier when you were talking about the Latino areas and stuff like that. How how you know. You uh, I, I want to say your mom cooked uh, yes, the food, and yes. then and then everybody kind of knows how, like they kind of passed yes, it down, yes. right? I don't think I think that's happening m- less often as we go down because, I agree. Uh, like, I know a couple of my buddy who's uh, in the military right now. Before he left, I went over to his house, drank beers. I, I knew his wife, and we all went to high school together. And I went to go, we drinking beers. That's back when I used to smoke weed. We were high, yeah. and she was like, yeah. "Hey, you guys, you guys hungry?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Do you like spicy foods?" I go, "Yeah." And she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna cook for you." You said you like spicy foods, right? I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah. Oh, you knew like it. it was coming. Oh God! And so she cooked in this like big bowl. It wasn't even like a pot or anything. It was like an actual bowl on the stove. Gotcha. And she cut the the sada in little. Or it was like yeah, it was. It was. I want to say it was a sada. Maybe it was just regular steak or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, she cut it. She cut it little slivers. Yeah, yeah. She put it in this bowl, and and she added a bunch of spices to it and peppers and blah 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 blah. Gotcha. Blah. And it was a bowl, so it was all seeping down to the bottom, and that's where she cooked it. Mm-hmm. And and so we start eating it, and both me and my homie are sitting there sweating and <laughs> crying. Dude, we're crying. We're like, bro, she did it right. it's so good, bro. It's so good. I oh, can't stop. Give me another beer, dude. <laughs> Trying to, you know, but nothing yeah. would drown out that Give me some milk. Give me some milk. We just had to tough it out, bro. But but she learned that from her family is what yeah. I'm getting at. And yeah. she, bro, to this day, he's still, it's probably been about eight years since I've seen him and, and since that story. Gotcha. And to this day, man, he still posts posts of his food and stuff, and yeah. all his yeah. wife uh, did. And I'm just like, dang, dude, like that's happening. Like, like my mom, like my wife, she got fr- fried chicken. Her family's from the south, dude. So gotcha. she got fried chicken, and she, my lady, makes it good. Don't get me wrong, like yeah. I love it. She yeah. cooks a lot of good. Yeah. Shit. I, I love yeah. I love her fried chicken. She, nice. but dude, her mom, bro, her mom can make like. Dude, you have like if your chicken's this big, dude. Yeah. Her mom can make the chicken this big uh, with, with the batter, with the batter, dude. <laughs> it is fire, nice, dude. Nice. It is so good and just like I feel like I feel like less and less that cooking, you know, is being passed down. And I think it's a shame, dude. It's I, freaking honestly, apple, bro. <laughs> well, that is. You, got, you can order everything right now on yeah. your phone. You ain't got to cook anymore, dog. A lot of that that's shit's true. going away because people are, like, trying to be so health conscious. And a lot of that southern food is so greasy. And I mean, it's awesome. It's fire. It should not go away. But people nowadays are... You know, oh, I got you know, I got to be so healthy. I can't eat all this grease. I can't. That that could be you a know, lot my of it cholesterols too. Yeah. and shit like that. I think a lot of it as well is um, is just the 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 culture of uh, of 
growing up as a family unit. Yeah, family. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say yeah, family. That, that if thing, you think that about too. it, like you know, the first generation Mexicans, like you're, you, as you started off the conversation, they so they would get together at least once a week. Or if not, you know, two or three times a week. Oh, yeah. And they would cook as families. Oh, yeah. So all the little kids with, you know, the daughters in particular would be with the moms and the tias. We're talking about Mexico. Yeah. And then they would be, hey, give me this. Give me yeah. that. Here, here, here's how you do that. Here, cut that for me. Cut that. So that that was that organic process of, you know, raising your child was part of cooking. Cool. So they learned it. They picked it exactly. up. So, exactly. So, so when we... That was bonding. To it us. was bonding. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing in the South. Yeah. Well, they're all yeah. there. Just, food. See, see, they, it's thing. just like my whole childhood up until I was 28. Every Sunday, my uncles, my aunts, yep. everybody would show up at my grandma's yeah. house. My mom would stay at home in the morning because she didn't go to, you know, she didn't go to church, but everybody else did. So we yeah. would chill at the house with my mom. She'd get lunch ready and everything while everybody was at church. They come home every, you know, my grandma, and my mom, and my aunt would finish off the lunch. Mm-hmm. Everybody'd sit down, sit there and eat. About four or five o'clock, everybody would take off. You know, every Sunday, yeah. every Sunday until I was like twenty-eight years old. You and know, then, and, and then once my grandmother passed, that all, you know, because she was all doing it together. She was, she it was, was continuing it was, exactly. That she, you know, it, it was that thing where in her generations. And before that, that's what they always did. That was did. normal. That was everything. And then, you know, it, it just, after she was the last one, you know, to keep that that uh, tradition going. Yeah. And so we're you losing know? a lot of good, yeah, good you know, traditions that way. And honestly, it kind of, you know, it, it's kind of sad. You know, I, unfortunately, we live uh, an hour away from, you know, our moms and, and our brothers and everything. But yeah. it'd be nice to be able to start something like that again. It where would. Every Sunday, see, we, th- you know, you know, you're going to show up here for a lunch around one o'clock and yeah. this and that. And that's see, an that's awesome just idea. it. You know, yep, that's just absolutely. it. Just like I was saying, as soon as his grandma passed, that died. Yeah. It died. You know, yeah. and that's sad. Because you know? she was carrying the torch. Well, exactly. To be carried the torch. Exactly. Us now. You know, and he lived at the house for a long time yeah. with us. So, I mean, he was there all the time yeah. for Sundays. Even once he didn't live there no more and yeah. everything else, he would still, every Sunday, he would come over, too. So, you guys are our first blood yeah. cousins? Yeah, my, my dad is his mom's younger brother. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope that you guys still connect. Man, I, man this guy, man. dude, I, like, I, I reconnected with him, I would say, when I was, like, what, 14? 14 or 15. Yeah. And because uh, uh, our grandparents kind of held us all together, and then uh, somehow we got linked back up when I was like fourteen or fifteen, and then like basically I, mean, I saw you guys at the mall. Oh, that's it. That yeah, he, I ran into him and his mom and his little brother over at the mall, and he was like, "Hey, man, you should come over and hang out at the house and stuff like that." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "What, twenty-one at the time?" Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I was like twenty-one at the time. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'll cruise by and shit like that. So I ended, I ended up going by there, and we've pretty much been inseparable yeah, since. ever since. You guys always hanging out together. Always, always. dude. And yeah. if we, and when he moved up here, if you know, we weren't hanging out. We were literally talking on the phone yeah. every day for for yep. a good hour or two. And even when, even like if we don't talk, we literally just pick up conversation anytime, anywhere. It, it's it, like it's it never it never, never changes. Stops. It, ne- it don't stop, dude. It never stops. So no, that's good, man. You know, and 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 just to be able to to uh, piggyback off that, I was very close with my cousins growing up as well. From from you know back yeah. to what we're talking about the Sunday you know yeah. right. lunches family or dinners or family times. bonding time. We were doing that on a regular basis. Yeah. And then as we got older, probably about. 
17, 18, 19 is when we started separating. You split it now. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not as close with, with my cousins as I was. As a matter of fact, I only see them now. Like, the last time I saw holidays. my cousins. Well, holidays, maybe. Because now I got my own family, yeah. right? And so yeah. I got to join with my wife's side of the family as well. So, oh, yeah. now so, you're splitting it between. And then my cousin has his wife. And, and or, their or, family. And their family. So they, they're doing their thing. So the last time I saw my cousins was at a funeral. Uh, oh, that sucks. And yeah. it sucks, man, because yeah. it was at my yeah. uncle's funeral. Yeah. And, yeah. And you know what really sucks is, is that I didn't, I didn't even know he was that sick, yeah. you know, my uncle. And I grew up going to my uncle's house, right? Yeah. Go to, for like you said, holidays, yeah. Christmas, birthdays, exactly. whatnot. He would barbecue. We have the pig there. Freaking, he'd come out with the Hennessy bottle. Nice. You know, this is my uncle, man. He would always Anything be, is possible, baby. He, <laughs> my uncle, so this is how close to us, man, and how cool my uncle was. He would always have the gold bracelet. He, he was the one wearing the gold, right? right? He would work hard. Right, right, right. And he would have his gold, and he would have his Hennessy bottle, and he would welcome everybody over at the house. He wasn't a drunk or anything like that. He was just yeah. drinking sociably yeah, right. with the family. Yeah. But along with that, it united the cousins. We would all go to his house, and I'm talking about I had, you know, like six, seven, eight girl cousins, five, you know, four or five uh, guy cousins. Yeah. And we would all just gel together. Yeah, man. of course. But as we got older. Go play some tag. Starting yeah, play freaking, tag. Yeah. Hide and go see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laser tag. Yeah, freaking yeah. play Nintendo. Go skateboard. Skateboarding. Yeah. You know, Bike. Swimming. Yeah. I miss all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. So bad, dude. I miss freaking... Like, like one of my favorite childhood memories is on living on my block. I had two uh, across the street and two doors down from me. Their girls, shout out March Marie and Emily. They're basically I've known them since I was 11. Gotcha. And we all grew up right next to each other. And on every Christmas, obviously we would hang out during the year, but this especially every Christmas we would all wake up, go see what Santa brought us, <laughs> open open everything. You yeah. know what I mean? Open everything and then all go outside to show each other what each other got. And then you would just see us like for like three days straight out in the front yard just playing with everything that we got, playing with her stuff, playing with him. And we would all just switch off. Like I got a skateboard, I got a basketball hoop. Well, you see us trying to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like so, so cool. And now I, I still talk to March Maria. Um, but like Emily, like I literally grew up with her and uh, – we the last time I talked to her was when I got married and and she uh, yeah she she uh, she she called and told me congratulations you know uh. and and other than that she maybe has liked one of my Instagram posts of my son or something you know <laughs> oh, wow. so it's Life like you know so busy, it's just man. crazy like that well, though you know you gotta think you know by the time you're 18 most some people are going off to college some people are starting to you know work full time some people are starting a family some people have already <laughs> started families yeah, yeah. You, you got so much stuff taking you away that you know and that's everybody so you just get you can't you know, take spread it farther and farther you apart just, personal, just yeah. because your lives are starting and then once you get a little bit older and stuff's like settling down and you're calmed down either you start you know getting back together or you, you, you're just so used to not having them around anymore it just doesn't really hit your brain yeah you know yeah. what i mean to be like oh we need to get together with all these people you know bring it back right exactly bring back that you know? that, that uh that, that yeah. vibe bring exactly. back that bonding so i mean when when you're younger it's kind of hard to to stay that close but you know as you get older and stuff like that you're already settled you got you know everything going on and it's you know a routine you know what it's going to be and what's happening and where you're gonna you know where you're going and stuff that's when you can try to bring it back and and start those traditions for you know your kids coming up and stuff gotcha and that's the other thing because like i was I, I was raised in church 
Yeah. You know, and uh, and lately, cause like it, with the churches what I ch- went what to, what type of church? Uh, Baptist. Baptist. Okay. Okay. And uh, and so like with the type of churches I went to, it was kind of like it's kind of forced down my throat, really. Like gotcha. I, I believe in God, but I, I I like I'm not that like put your hand on me, I'm a fall on the ground type, you know. <laughs> and and, and the, honestly, yeah. one of the churches I went to growing up was like that. I've been oh, to one of those uh, churches. Yeah. And like yeah. I'm like, bro, like you're not fooling me, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Uh, you need to eat some sugar or something like you low blood you sugar. You having a seizure, bro? Yeah. You having a seizure? So, but I, but I do believe in God. Gotcha. I do, I do believe yeah. in God. All right. Um, I do believe in God, but the fact is, is like I'm not gonna force it down your throat. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you, you like, I'll tell you like, hey, I believe in God. Me and him have our own relationship. I believe, I believe God won't help me get that job or, or I, I don't believe god will get that job for me i believe god will empower me to do what i need to do to get that job yeah you know i'm not just i and you gotta like, work for it you the, gotta work the, the, the for bible it. even says without uh, uh faith without deeds is, is, is dead yeah yeah so and faith i was dead without deeds you got 100 believe that yeah. I, I believe you need to be a good person treat people the best you can don't do dumb stuff and, and just try to be the best person that you can and, and and I think that's the way you should live. So so you bring up church. This is a very uh, very very uh, good conversation. But wait, so just 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 uh, just a real quick. Go for it. So basically, while I was bringing that up, yeah, because I haven't been into church, uh-huh. and I've actually been looking to find another church. Me and my wife. My wife's also religious, gotcha. but I want to get in the church for my son. Yes. To bring my son yes. up. Yes. But yeah, go ahead. So so uh, a good friend of mine. We have we have strong conversations, and you know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah. We have strong conversations oh, yeah. about the church because he was brought up in the church. Yeah. And he has his own religion. Me and him have also gone into it too. <laughs> yeah. So so um, but but uh, you know what? There's so many different things you could talk about church. So one thing that strikes me because my my parents have actually started going to church. So I grew up in the church too. Yeah. Catholic church. Okay, Catholic. Okay, so, you know, you're Mexican, you go to Catholic church. Right. Pretty much, you right. know, the, course. the, the rosary, course. pray to Mary. Whew. Your guys' funerals this, are that, brutal, dude. Uh, you know, this, that, that, <laughs> this, that, and the third. So, uh, growing up, you know, it was forced down my throat, too. You know, I didn't, I didn't um, really want to go to church on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we went because I had to. But, I, you know, while my parents were in church, I was out on the playground playing. Right. I didn't want to listen. You stand up. You sit down. You stand up. You yeah, sit down. Yeah. And so, a Catholic church is real, uh, uh, like interactive. Like they'll say something, and you gotta say something yeah, back. Exactly. And dude, if you don't like, say it back, you feel like a, you know you an a hole. Like you're lost, right? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that kind of dwindled out, you know, throughout my childhood, and we stopped going to church because my parents heavily started working. To, you know, to get out of East Palo Alto and, and to get to Fremont. That that was a big jump to do that. So they had to focus on work right. and less on church. Yeah. So we get to Fremont. They're not in church. Okay. Fast forward a couple of years, a few more years after I have my child, I start thinking about God, right? And I start getting in the church, right? Gotcha. So now I'm the spiritual leader in my home. Nice. And uh, it's a Christian church. You know, I start reading the Bible, basically non-denominational Christian church. Oh, non-denominational, non-dom? Exactly. Okay. And so then my, my parents were like, wait, wait a minute. He can't be the most spiritual person in the house. <laughs> they started getting more spiritual. Nice. So they ended up, you know, getting heavily more uh, involved in the church to the point where they started teaching classes at church, which is cool, right? Yeah. But they're still Catholic. 
And so one thing that comes to mind when I think about the Catholic Church, and not to talk down on it or anything like that, but what's up with all the uh, the pedophiles in the in the in the Catholic Church yeah, and the Pope? And, man, because that's that's a power. The the Catholic Church is a power. So so just to yeah exactly. I know it's heavy influencer, heavy 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 heavy. Um, the thing, uh, like, so just to tail off on that, we're definitely going to come back to that. Yeah. But growing up, I went to the church, gotcha. not, not the fall down, touch you fall down church, yeah, yeah. but the original church I was going to, gotcha. they also started a private school. So I was going to private school and, um, their private school. And basically the pastor, which was also the principal, mm-hmm. you know, he did his thing. And then it came out after afterwards, you know, after they had gone. Uh, that he was actually funneling money from the church. And so it's just like, all right, bro, you literally stood yeah, up there yeah. every Sunday and told us all this stuff and, and to give and, and all this other, you know, mumbo jumbo, dude. Because that's what, that's what I think it is now because you're a fake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, like, yeah, I don't normally like to disrespect people like that, but, dude, you're a fake. You stole from no, people that's... giving you their hard-earned money to the church, what they thought was a good cause, and you're stashing it. Definitely and then you left me. and then you bounced. Yeah. You know? So already from there, I already knew n- to keep my eyes open. Gotcha. You know, and don't just go into this, oh, this is faith blind. Nah, man, I'm, I got my eye on you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and p- some, but it's easier for people to do that, though. It's easier for people like, oh, this is what God wants me to do, and I'm just going to turn my – I'm not – they're fine. Oh, they're, past, they're, they're preachers. Or, or what's the, the term for a, a priest, right? A priest. Yeah. A priest. Oh, he's a priest. He's a, you know, he's a priest. He's, he's heavenly. He's da 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 da. I'm I'm not even worried about this, you know. And so I could see why they do that. But dude, that's like another another problem. And that's why I think like don't. I think everything should be buddy system. There should be two pastors. There should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's a good hey, idea. bro. But it could also be like the cops, though. To where to where keep it honest. To to, to try to keep it honest. But yeah, yeah. also in cops, when you have a crooked cop. Just like, um, have you ever watched, oh, what the heck was that, that we were watching? Colors? Um, no, no, no. Um, Strata Compton? It was, uh, remember, remember what I'm talking about with the crooked cops? And they were stealing all the dope and all, and all uh, the money? Ah, yeah. Um, it's, I, I want to say it's on Netflix. The, 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 the one dude's a Mexican dude and uh, the N- other guy. No, uh, they're, they're, what are they, from New York, huh? Yeah. Remember? I'll find out. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. It's not for the kids. Okay. But uh, but yeah, I'll find out. You gotta watch it. But yeah, he basically was like, he basically like he was a crooked cop and figured out he could start pushing, stealing, and pressing all these drug dealers, and then became one himself. Yeah, yeah. And his partner kind of just just didn't went along with it at first. It's not training day, is it? No. And the next thing you know, he's he's full on in it too. And then they all get busted. They all start living the life. They all, half of them become coke addicts and all that, you know, start using and stuff like that, you know? That's real deal right there. Even in, in Los Angeles, that happened. I bet. That happened around the Tupac era. I bet. In I Los bet. Angeles, the LAPD right. had a bunch of cops that were in cahoots with the gang members. Of course. And they were corrupt. They were working for death row. Suge Knight had those people on the payroll. Yeah, yeah. It happens. Yeah. Because men are valuable. Everybody's we're, got a price, dude. Every, well... Okay, maybe not. Okay, a, I think a lot everybody's of got a price. A price. I, I really believe that. Everybody. Everybody. Even yourself. Even myself. You have a price. Yeah, it's it's astronomical. What would your price be? Four. <laughs> 
<laughs> four. <laughs> that's not even a number. For, I mean, that's not even a dollar. <laughs> no. <laughs> for what, though? Yeah, four? I'm a cheap guy, huh? Oh, I'm cheap say, as hell. Did you say four or four? Like, for what? Uh, What's my, what do you want me to do? I thought you meant like you, four, like the dollar. You want me to pretend <laughs> I'm a cop? And like, like, look at this mustache. I could totally get away with it. You want me to like pretend I'm a cop and him somebody up? Yeah. 20 yeah. million. 20 million? 20 million. Wait, to just to do something corrupt? Just to do something. Well, that specific thing. I I don't like I have I don't know dude you have to give me like a billion zillion to kill somebody because I, I just I, I, think, I can't do that I think that you're, you're probably just talking for the sake of talking right now I don't think you have a price you're such a good dude bro I know but dude who's gonna give me twenty million nobody probably exactly maybe that's Shook, what, Shook Knight <laughs> <laughs> but see at, at that point at that point it would be like bro I better do this or else he's gonna kill me I think that we're all tempted that we're all tempted to do it and I think that. Uh, depending on the circumstance, um, we may go against something that morally we wouldn't do without that temptation. That's right. Okay, all right. So perfect example. Wire. You're an electrician too. Yeah. Wire at work. Yeah. That's always tempting. Very tempting. Very, very tempting. Very tempting. Uh, unless you get, you know, permission from a, you know, oh, you're an apprentice, take this. You know what I mean? From, from the higher-ups. Yeah. But just being, you know, boom. You see freaking... You see a bunch of six-foot pieces of 750 mil right there, dude, and... Uh, yeah, as a disclaimer, I personally have never uh, partaken in anything you're talking about right now. Of but, course, of course. But I, I've heard about it, but I've, I've never done it. I've heard about it, and, and growing up in, or being raised up in the union, we, we were taught that, that the, that the extra wire goes to the apprentice. Uh, no doubt. That was something I'm from that Resi, was a, and dude, they used to let us scrap. That was exactly. like one of the perks for working for MDE. You exactly. bust your ass for your regular paycheck, and but you then you go that. home with a bag of wire. And everybody was on board. Everybody, everybody was cool with it. From the foreman, general foreman, to the project manager, to the everybody. company. Everybody, everybody was cool. As long as so, you were making your time and the job site was going good, they could care less. So that's that was the culture that we grew up in. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So right now, I was in since I was 19. I'm about to turn 34 on Monday. So even right now, I still feel the same way. Give it to the apprentice. I make enough money where I don't need that. You know, right. Give it I to feel that way now, too. Give it to the apprentice. The apprentice is, is, is living in an economy where it's hard to make it on his wages right now because he's at 30%, 40% of what a journeyman makes. Right. So, Especially yeah. those first years, second yeah, years. that's what I'm saying. Give it to him. That's fine. I started making good, like, good money when I turned fourth year, and I started claiming married one. As soon as I saw that fourth year, second semester yeah. paycheck... With, You're making good with, money. I was like, dang. About 80, 80, 80K a year, right? Like, well, I made I made 91 last year. There you and go. That, but that was with one month of like 10s, 12s every Saturday and, and one that, Sunday. And that's the perks. That's you know? the perks of, of what we can do. You, right. If you want it, you get it. Right. So now you're talking about this wire thing. Remember that incident that went down at, you're wearing the San Francisco 49ers shirt. Yeah. You remember that incident that went down at the stadium? Yeah, I heard about that. Um. Who was it? It was a big dog too, huh? Big dog. It was a big dog. And we dog. won't say any names. Nah, but it was nah. A big dog. Um, big yeah. Dog in no, no. Union. I heard that. I heard. I heard about that too. I heard. Uh, I heard they were trying to. Did he do jail time? He went to jail, bro. He went to jail, huh? He got caught. He got caught, and he had ties to the to to the whole IBW here in in San Jose. He was he was tied into the school, tied into the union. Yeah. And, like uh, and, and so that goes back to goes back to what we're talking about. Everybody has his price, right. and that guy. That guy had a price right there. He was he was banking. From what I understand, he had boats. Like, let had... me put it to you this way, dude. If I get twenty million dollars, <laughs> you will never see me again. 
You'll never see me. I will be off. Delete all this. Delete all this. Delete my Instagram, my Facebook, dude. I'm going to some nice beach somewhere and living. The Dominican Republic. Somewhere. I don't care. I could travel. I don't give it. I could have a two-year lease over here, and then next thing you know, I'm in the Caribbean for two years. I don't care. That's what I'm doing. $20 million is a lot of money, $20 million is a lot of money, bro. I'm not even sure if I'll make that in my whole life. Got you. So now you got this $20 million, okay? You're in the Caribbean. What are you doing? You and your wife are spending, you know, the most maximum amount of quality time now with your kid. You guys got, you're all set up, worry-free. But what do you do from that point? I think, uh, you know, that'd be a good, a good question. I think what I would do is just hobby out, man. Fishing. Fishing? Fishing, um, dirt bikes. Dirt bikes. You know, I, I always said, like, if I did run into money, which I'm not, um, if I did, I would, like, if, like, let's just say I got $100,000 right now yeah. off of something. Who else? Yeah, yeah. What would I do with it? I'd pay off my cars. Absolutely. I pay off all my debt, debt and gone. start and start brand new. Everybody's like, "Oh, you should need to buy a house." Why? When I have fifty thousand dollars worth of debt sitting out front. Yeah. You know. Yep. yep. I'm not gonna be the guy that's house broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people. Which if that's if that's I choose not to do that because I see people that have a house and that's dope, but they're literally house broke. You know. Yep. That's all they can do is is own a house. They, they they don't have they you know not the nicest car or whatever that's the road they chose I'm not hating on it I just need to live I like living yeah I, I like doing what I want to do on a on gotcha. a Saturday night I like doing you know all that kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. I don't want to have a house just to go home and sit in it I want I need like my uncle always told me is like if you if you can't buy it twice you can't afford it <laughs> that's what he told me dude if you can't that's, buy it twice you can't afford if it if you can't buy it twice you can't afford it that's, so, a, that's a pretty good saying right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and but typically, and you know, we can't really afford much of much of our lifestyle right now. I'm in debt. I got I'm debt. in debt too. I got Bro. debt. I got debt for Home Depot. Home Depot is freaking. Uh, they're the, they're like the mafia of, yeah, of homeowners. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Tell me they're not. You owe the mob money, dude. Bro, dude, they go in, you go in there. I don't know how many times they've already offered me a credit card. And I already have I have three credit cards from Home Depot and, and they keep on offering. I'm like, how many times are you gonna offer me a credit card? Right, right. And then they have sales, you know, like for refrigerators. You need a refrigerator, of right? Of course you, you do. You got a family, you want a refrigerator. Yeah. You want to get you in debt for two thousand here, and you want wood floors, right? Wood floors. Oh, we can finance you. That's fine. Don't worry about it. That's God, ten grand. <laughs> yeah, ten grand right for the wood floors and yeah. air conditioning. Oh, we'll finance you. Yeah. You need to protect your home security. <laughs> get the latest and greatest, you know, <laughs> Wi-Fi, Nest security. That's another couple thousand dollars yeah. right there. Oh man. Tell me they're not extorting us. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt, bro. <laughs> I go to Home Depot and just buying little tools. I'm like, oh, I need this, and then like, I finally started telling myself like, that's not on the tool list. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, dude, like, uh, I've been wanting one of those digital levels because I've been bending a lot of pipe lately. Yeah, dude. gotcha. I've, I've I've uh been a lot a lot of rigid lately. I haven't seen a digital level. Explain, dude, bro. So let's say you got the sidewinder, right? Yeah. Shoot your pipe in there. You, uh, you tighten it up, put it on your mark, tighten her up to where you can't move it. You know yeah. you know how to do it. Yeah. And then you put the digital level on the pipe on this side of the shoe, right? I'm looking at it. This pipe is going to bend up, yeah, yeah. right? So this side of the shoe, you level it out, you zero it out, yeah. and then put it on the front pipe, and it'll tell you, dude. And then it's all digital. So let's say you need a 45, right? Correct. 
but your spring back, dude, you can, I'll literally tell you, hey, there's a 2.7 spring back on here. Wow. And all you do is take that to 47.7 or 47.8. Yeah. Boom. Your, your pipe bend is going to be on point. Perfect. Perfect. You're going to look like a stallion. Dude. Who, who bent this that, pipe? That's what I'm telling you, dude. I've actually gotten rid So ever since I left Elcor, I went to, uh, damn it. I left, I left, uh, you know, that company. And then I went and um, uh, went to the water treatment plant. Gotcha. Nothing but Ocal and Rigid. Oh, Sidewinder all day. No yeah. handbenders yeah. at all. Boom, boom, boom. Doing yeah. that. And then from there, I went to this other company. It was like a Google for two months. Then they gave they two checked me, and then I've been over at this company, mm -hmm. which is a uh, uh, industrial outside and yeah. cl and clean room inside. Nice. So one day That's I could work. be I could be in my suit, all suited up, yeah. doing little things Your inside bunny my bunny suit yeah. inside, and then the next thing you know, I'm threading and bending pipe outside the next day. For all those who don't know, this is electrical electrician talk. Uh, bending pipe is how we facilitate the wires to get the power to your uh, point A to point B. Point A to point B. That's how you get your power. And we look pipe. good doing it. Oh man. <laughs> Honestly, bro, pipe bending is 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 the Picasso work that we do. I love it. It's artistic. I love it, dude. And a lot of people don't comprehend it, it but I love it. When you make it all symmetrical, everything lines up, and, and you're going from point A to point B, and how you get there, the presentation can be anything from a Ford to a freaking Ferrari. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, yeah. man. Um, so I got to start wrapping this up. Anything okay. else? Uh, anything else you want to get out there? Um, again, you're on uh, social media. Your yeah, handle? Yeah, I'm on my Instagram. It's... Uh, Luis, L-U-I-S underscore Lopez, L-O-P-E-Z underscore score show underscore arts. So okay. uh, you guys can follow me on my Instagram right now. I'm basically just posting uh, all forms of art, giving you a little back history on it. I'm, I'm actually also posting uh, videos. I'm pulling them right off of YouTube so you guys can see them. We got the... You know the one minute uh boundary on instagram but you can see a good piece i got uh videos of djs on there i got this one dj on there her name is dj lady style she's dope all like right sick so she does like tributes to Pac. she does tributes to reggaeton she does tributes to dance hall music and she's just mixing it she's a female and one thing i like about her she's not selling her body or anything like that you know i've seen that before She's doing it for the art, and that's what that's what I'm posting on my on my on my page. It ain't about like sex or whatever. It's about, I mean, she's beautiful, but it's about I, the I like art. To, you know what I'm saying? I like it to be a little about sex. No, I'm kidding. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She's beautiful, but she's not flaunting that. Yeah, to yeah. Get to, it's her skill that you're appreciating, and and she's pretty. And then um, then I got another uh, DJ on there. Her name is uh, uh, DJ Livia. She's she's about eight years old. She's an eight year old girl. Wow. On the on the ones and twos, mixing it, bro. She's nice. cutting it like, nice. like like an adult. You know what I'm nice. saying? Nice. So, anyways, once again, I'm on Instagram at, uh, at, at Luis underscore Lopez underscore Show underscore Arts. Nice man, and you know me. I'm on the real uh, Josh Rose. I'm on social media at uh, on the real the show on all platforms: uh, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes. And Twitter, even though I don't go on Twitter, I just wanted to get the domain so nobody else could. <laughs> I, I, I can't get into Twitter. We gotta get you into uh, Twitter, bro. <laughs> we 
We gotta get it. We gotta do uh, my all my Twitter fingers, baby. Even get Snapchat. Pick up the Snapchat. I got Snapchat. I got Snapchat, but that's that's for the that's for only the homies, dude. Gotcha. <laughs> gotta, we gotta keep something for the homies. Exactly. Um, and then also, um, that was on the real the show Ben earlier. Um, you can find us on social media at Shout on the real the show underscore Josh on the real the show underscore Ben, and then uh, Mondo can't make it this week, but he's also on the real the show underscore Mondo, and. Uh, Actually, I think it's un- on the road to show Mando24 unders- with the underscore. Mando. Mando, yeah. Mandatory. Yeah, his friend actually got mad at me for calling him Mondo. It was like, his name is Armando, okay? <laughs> but apparently they just say Mando, okay? But yeah, shout out to them, man. Look us up. Uh, we're going to take a break because I bet you today is my birthday celebration. Happy birthday, my thank brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, so I'm getting ready to go golfing. We're going to come back here and probably barbecue and do all that stuff. I'll nice. probably be back on. Uh, but if not, I'll see you guys later. Peace.